everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we're going to check in uh, on and do some sort of moral compassing on the whole Kavanaugh thing. That's yeah, really we've, been, uh, we've been inspired yeah. by how shitty everyone is being <laughs> during so. this Kavanaugh hearing. <laughs> and, uh, and so we'll discuss So we have that. things to say. Yeah. Things to say. Yeah, boy, you know, I love it when our country just shows its true colors. Mm. These colors don't run. Oh, they're they, running everywhere. They are just ugly, ugly colors. That's, <laughs> that's the true colors of our country. All right. Uh, yeah. Oh, Dan. Yeah. <sighs> I've got a little update yeah. about um, some evangelical do-gooders. Dan... People out there doing good in the world. Why do I seem? Why do I feel skeptical that that's what this really no, is? Why no, am I skeptical? Dan, never. All of our reporting on evangelicals thus far has always been never, nothing but glowing. Dan, <laughs> this is uh, the, the 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 good folk at the downtown soup kitchen in Anchorage, Alaska. Okay, Dan. Sure. Good good old downtown Anchorage. Yeah, they run a. Um, a shelter in conjunction with the soup kitchen, apparently. Okay. Um, Mostly for moose? Or do they let uh, people in Women. Too? Oh, okay. They do a, a, a women's <laughs> shelter. Uh, and right now, the Alliance Defending Freedom, which is, of course, a conservative legal group. Not really interested in freedom at all. Not at all. Uh, they are arguing in federal court at the moment... Uh, to allow homeless shelters like the downtown soup kitchen uh-huh. uh, to deny services for transgender people. Of course they are. Yep. Obviously they are because what Jesus said was uh, be nice to the poor unless they're gross. Unless you think, unless you think they're gross, that they, unless you're confused by them. Yes. If you're confused by them, and they make you feel weird about your own gender, then you don't have to be nice to them. Yeah. Is what Jesus said. That's, that's Jesus' message. that's in uh, the Gospel of Mark. Mm. Or something. Perhaps. Some red letter shit. <laughs> anyway, um, yes. So this is obviously coming after uh, the center denied a transgender woman admission to the shelter Mm. Uh, the shelter director said that the woman was denied because she appeared drunk Uh, but also they added that it would never accept a biological man (laughs) and quote unquote biological man oh my god um and uh yeah i mean it's tricky i get like we we have to go through all of these machinations we have to everywhere that delineates something by gender we're going to have to have this discussion and we're going to have to have some machinations about it and we're going to have to sort of figure out what's going on. Right. But but this is when your when your whole gig is charitable treatment of your fellow human. Uh-huh. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh yeah. Anyway, uh also on the transgender <laughs> front, um this the article also mentioned this. And I thought that uh, it's uh, worth bringing up. Mm. Um, apparently, uh, this is something we need to be aware of <sighs> um, it, because we're coming up to, of course, the uh, the midterms mm-hmm. this year in just just over a month, actually. Yeah. Um, trans folk uh, face. Uh, some some real uh, potential uh, for discrimination at the polls you in think? states that have strict voter ID laws, oh. um, because there's usually also along with that law a requirement for uh, scrutiny, like uh, the strict scrutiny of the identification cards, and therefore also the person's gender identity. Uh, which could lead, of course, to the disenfranchisement of trans folk. Yeah, that's well. Okay, so here's the thing. I let's just say that I'm a trans woman, mm-hmm. but my ID says male. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm dressed and presenting as female, mm-hmm. and I walk up and I say, this is my ID, mm-hmm. that's still me. Absolutely. I'm in a dress. I've got long hair. I don't have a beard. Fuck you. That's still me. Right. It doesn't matter. I mean, if it says M, if it says F. doesn't matter. How could that possibly make a difference? But they'll use it. They'll, they'll use it. They will say, uh-uh, you're in a dress. This says M. This will be the one time that they actually acknowledge <laughs> that the trans person <laughs> has a different right. you know, yeah. gender. Literally, they'll be confusing their own, their own damn selves. Yeah. Because they'll be like, aha, you're not really a man. This says man, but you're a woman. But wait, sh- but you better not use the women's lady room. Wait, but I don't think that you're a woman. <laughs> you're just a man in, in a dress by my own. God damn it. I don't. Where, okay, let me draw. This I'm going to have to draw a Venn dry- diagram here. Hang on. If this does not distill out just hatred for trans people. Yeah. This is it right here. Yeah, this just proves it. This this absolutely just solidifies that this has nothing to do with a trans person in the quote-unquote wrong bathroom. No, it has nothing to do right. with Right. I mean, we, that's already pretty trans. Or the parent. trans person at the wrong homeless shelter. Right. No, it's just about, I don't like what you represent. Yeah. Well, guess what? We don't like what they represent, but we don't try to deny them services. So there you go. Pat We're better. yourself on the back. We're better than they are. <laughs> We're really good. <laughs> All right. I'm taking us to India. Yeah. Uh, India, as you may know, is uh, a majority... Uh, obviously, an enjoy- a majority Hindu country. Obviously. But uh, 13% of India's population, I mean, and their population is big, mm-hmm. are Muslim. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that amounts to 170 million Muslims yeah. in it's India. It's a lot. It's not a small number. No. Now, most of the Muslims in India are Sunni uh, Muslims. Uh, I don't know if you knew that. But uh, the Sunni Muslims have a thing that they call, let me see, it's called uh, Muslim personal law uh, that governs sort of family matters and disputes. Um, And within that is a really cute little rule that if a man wants to, he can pull a triple talak or talak, sorry, talak. Triple talak. Yeah. T-A-L-A-Q. Uh. Talak is the is the Arabic word for divorce. Oh, I've heard about that. And this. if you say it thrice to your wife, <laughs> it's done. You've divorced her. You don't have to, you know, share any of your stuff with her. You don't have to go through courts and sort of divide the things. You just say talak t- three times, like Beetlejuice. Yeah. And you're divorced. Well, that's not cool. No. That is not an okay thing. And finally, uh, and interestingly, uh, in other, in majority Muslim countries, it's been banned. Places like Pakistan, places like uh, Bangladesh. Um, really? Yeah. Nearly 22 countries. Nearly 22. I'm now just reading this and going, what? <laughs> That's a very specific number to be nearly. 21. It, yeah. They, they have, yeah. <laughs> Around 20? No. <laughs> Nearly 22. <laughs> what the fuck are they writing? Thanks, uh, RNS. Uh, but yeah, a lot, of, a lot of neighboring countries have already banned the practice. Uh-huh. Um, so a, an Indian court struck it down, uh, but then the government was unable to pass a law sorting it out. Oh. So now there's a new, a, a new decision to... Uh, to uh, they've approved an ordinance... To implement the court's ruling uh, until a law can be... I don't know how that works, but uh, until a law can actually be set. Mm. Um, but it, it it is interesting that, like, yeah, the the sort of... The law in India for the longest time has been to, uh, to sort of leave a lot of room for different uh, religious practices to govern life in the household. Mm. And so... Hmm. For the longest time now, these these Indian Muslim men have just been able to fuck their women over. Talak, talak, talak. 
boom, you're you're divorced. It, 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 here's the thing. It doesn't even have to be three times consecutively. It can just be three times sort of whenever in any what? medium. You can text it to her. No. And it's fine. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be a telephone. You can a social media post. You can just go on Facebook and type it out three, three times, and you're fucking divorced. Kick, kick her out of your house. You get to keep all the stuff. Ew. Yeah, so obviously that's not cool. Uh, nice that India has decided not to do it. Uh, the Narendra Modi, who's the prime minister, the current prime minister, uh, his government did introduce a bill criminalizing the practice. Hmm. Um, but the opposition party found it to be found that bill to be a little too harsh in their sentencing. Um, oh. There was a three-year prison sentence what? for doing this, which seems so weird. Like criminalizing it, just don't. As opposed to saying no, that's, that's not a real divorce. Yeah, nope, you have not divorced her. That's right. what you say. But apparently, right. it's now going to be criminalized. No, that's the wrong move. It feels like the wrong. I move. I feel like I, now maybe I don't understand the lay of the land. Very well. I mean, I.e., not at all. Obviously, we don't. Um, because yeah, no, this completely. I have no context for this. But apparently, I but mean, th- that yeah, you just don't recognize it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Job like like you're done at that point, unless of course what they're saying is throwing the woman out and going through the whole process is something that needs to be punished. Yeah, or maybe they need to criminalize it because people won't will just not honor the law unless they fear actual like repercussions. Like maybe the women if they were kicked out wouldn't have access to lawyers or whatever so they wouldn't Possibly. be able to sue some so sort of civilly. Make it criminal so just for just give just to give it some teeth or I whatever. Guess, it just feels weird. Still, that's But apparently even since the uh the Supreme Court struck it down last year there have been a record. There have been recorded two hundred and one of these talak divorces just That's in it. the last year. I would, I would be talakin all the time. Boy, they better get their talaks in quick. <laughs> well, it's too late now. It's too late now. But a, a bunch of them got them in. I mean, uh, it's not like there's no path to actual divorce. There, like, just you have to do the actual divorce. Yeah, just do a divorce. File. Yeah, you get it done. So, I mean, maybe in the in the eyes of Muhammad, it's a real divorce, but not in the eyes in the of eyes of Muhammad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That that's uh, what, what's your name's next big hit? <laughs> it's not a real divorce. <laughs> um. All right, Dan. Romania. Okay. Oh God, the children in Romania, Dan. <laughs> Defend the children, Dan. Can't someone help the children? Oh, God. Apparently, there's a referendum coming, uh, okay. Dan, uh, to change the Constitution mm. so that it only recognizes marriage between a man and a woman. Right. Period. Ever. But protect the children. But, well, protect the children from all the... All the stable gay relationships. I know. It's just the absolute <clears throat> worst. Uh, apparently, uh, some schools in Romania, uh, priests have been showing up and have been going to parent-teacher meetings, <laughs> urging parents to go to the vote referendum and vote yes for <laughs> changing the Constitution. Wow. Uh, billboards. <laughs> that, is a, that is an interesting marketing technique. Apparently must be legal. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing in here about, about you know, anyone objecting to unprecedented that? moves by pr- by priests. <laughs> right. Um, or people saying, get the fuck out of here. This is about my kid. Yeah. Not you and your political, you know, religious political bullshit. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, billboards are going up all over the country. Um. One of them says, uh, if you don't come to vote, two men will be able to adopt a child. And in school, children will be taught that mother is not woman and father is not man. Oh, no! Someone Ooh. save the children! <laughs> <laughs> I love that that, I mean, like, it's, I get it that, like, 
for the for centuries this would be a terrifying thing but in a modern era and you know i don't i don't know romania i don't know romania at all like nothing i know but i but in a modern era that for that to sound threatening is the goofiest thing in the world to me well like the whole idea that like two dads might ha- might adopt a kid and then what armageddon like it's like I love that, ne- like, there's no next step there. Right. It's just that might happen. Right. And then the world will keep turning and people will be fine. Scun dun dun. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the worst. But that, I mean, what's funny is that that rhetoric is still fucking happening in our country. So what am I getting on Romania about? Yeah. Because that rhetoric is alive and well. Oh, yeah. Here in, I was just watching some videos from, uh, the Value Voters Summit, or whatever, which oh, just happened. Oh, God. Woo! They're talking that same language. They are, they, believe me, we are the same. Yeah. They're trying to protect kids from, you know, things like sex education. Right. Well, and so here, while the, I don't know the actual, like, polling on this, um, but they need 30% of the population to show up. Um, For it to even count? Well, I guess... 30% of the population has to vote for the referendum hmm. for it to be validated, um, which means they need like 50 like or it's like 60% of the population to, or 59% of the population to, to show up and vote. Meaning you assume that half would vote one way and half the exactly. other way. Yeah. I, I mean, it could be 31%. You know, 30% voting for and 1% against, right? Yeah. But yeah, that's actually better. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but but they have to have over that 30% threshold voting for it, and it has to be the majority of the vote. Right. Uh, fascinating. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, I'm going to take us to Israel, uh, where a, uh, a radio station has recently been fined a million shekels. Oh, my God. Uh, that's that's a lot of shekels. It's about two hundred eighty thousand of these American dollars. That that's a lot of here. dollars. It's not a small amount. It's not. Uh, it's not as many uh, dollars as shekels. But right, exactly. <laughs> depends on depends on the day. You, you got to look at sort really, of the, the shekel of dollar. You got a lot of shekels. You got to look put at it that way. The exchange rate on shekels. Anyway, uh, this this radio station happens to be an ultra orthodox radio station uh and they're fined because they have had a long-standing uh policy of no girls no girls on the radio no girls on the radio (laughs) no lady friends talking on our airwaves thank you very much (laughs) um this there's a the ruling is uh is the result of a a 200 2012 class action lawsuit Filed on behalf of ultra orthodox women uh, by a by a group called Kolech, which is uh, an ortho, an orthodox women's advo- advocacy group. Mm-hmm. Um, but they weren't the ones. The lawyers were actually from a, the Religious Action Center, which is actually a Reform Jewish oh, okay. uh, uh, group. Right. Because if ultra orthodox women actually brought this suit themselves, they'd be entirely ostracized in their community. And right. So, okay. Okay. So it's interesting right. that they've had to step up and do this. Huh. Um, after the suit was filed, the station slowly started letting some women on, but and this is a quote from uh, from uh, Yale Rockman, who's the who's Colex executive director. She said, uh, "But only, only for a few hours, and only on stereotypically female topics like recipes or education." So progress, Dan. Yeah, exactly. They've been slowly <laughs> letting women on to talk about a delicious new recipe for matzo soup. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, uh, women are reportedly still, uh, they're, they're still not allowed to sing. No singing, of oh, course. God, no. It would be, that would Why? be far too much. Why would you ever let a woman sing? Yeah, uh, it's, it's just weird. the worst. The ultra-Orthodox are getting really intense like this has been a progression for a while now of 
cutting women out more and more from all public speaking from you know they they've you you know we've reported before about them trying to make sure that no billboards or posters go up with a woman's image on them right um it's it's kind of bizarre they want to cut women out of everything uh which i think is so like i mean i guess i get that like patriarchy feels awesome to if you're one of the leaders of it but they all have wives they all have daughters fuck their wives fuck their daughters yeah they need to know and understand their place dan right and that place is shut the hell up Mm -hmm. that place is wherever i tell you that place is that's how it works dan oh man that's what it's those those guys have it figured out they go home there's like a dinner prepared yeah kids are taken care of let me tell you want to know how far it's gone they don't have to listen to that horrible shrill singing yeah right don't for the love of god don't (laughs) sing do you know how far it's gone ultra orthodox rabbis have ruled that women should sit in the back of a public bus to ensure that men and women don't sit next to each other so the the front of you can't hear their singing bus. Well, and also, if they stand in front of you, you might catch a glimpse of their hair or something, and then all hell would break loose within you. Hopefully, it's fake hair. Hopefully, it's fake hair on top of their real hair under a scarf. Right. All under a scarf. (laughs) It's the worst. I hate to kind of even be laughing at it, because it's really just awful. It's just blatant oppression. Yeah. Isn't that delightful? (laughs) Well done. It's nice. It's nice that it's not... that it. That there's no, it's nice that there's no religion that's free of just blatant open oppression. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> well done, guys. All right, Dan. Yeah. Denmark, home of uh, Danish people. Yes. That's, that's very true. <laughs> they got a lot of them there. Oh, and they also make those really good Christmas cookies. You love them. Oh, those butter cookies, Dan. Can't yeah. get enough. Well, Right now, they're right-wing government. Yeah. Oh, boy, Dan, Denmark. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, the, they've, there's been a revamped naturalization ceremony. Because <laughs> uh, oh we know that they've been trying to change things for who gets to be a citizen. And yeah. like, if you want to be a citizen, you got to be, you got to go full Danish. Well, these people uh-huh. who are going through the naturalization ceremony uh-huh. have already done everything else that the country has asked of them to become a citizen right right now they're just there it's it's swearing in it's time. a cer- it's 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 just it's just for show yeah right you you've done it yeah and there's like a little oath and then it's over and it's official <laughs> right uh well they have the this right-wing government has interpreted part of the ceremony uh, the, the the very end of it, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, where there's supposed to be a what did they call it? Um, anyway, they're they're interpreting that this one part of it that there has to be a handshake between the new citizen and the mayor who is performing oh. the ceremony. They okay. must shake hands. Have to shake hands because that's Danish, right? Right. The Danes. Shake hands. In this as a country, show of we shake hands. God other. damn it! Yeah, and that is if if these people had, uh, if they were speaking in English and were in this country, that is the accent that they would have. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's how this is being interpreted. Obviously, this is being seen as targeting Muslims who would be going through this ceremony. No. No, uh, because just because they're the only ones who can't shake hands with a with a person of the opposite sen- gender. That's exactly Psh, that's just it. because of that. They think yeah. that it's com- just because it's obviously targeting Muslims, and right. all Danish policies about this subject have been targeting Muslims for the last while. Now, apparently, Muslims have adopted a gesture of putting your hand over your kind of on your chest, kind of an over heart, like. 
pledging allegiance like, to the like, American flag sort like of a, gesture. Like, like a gesture of respect. This, like, is, a, I, this is, I'm not going to shake your hand, but this is my gesture of respect toward you. I acknowledge you and, yeah. Yeah, right. And so this is not good enough no. for these uh, crazy folk. Um, and so a lot of mayors are actually refusing to go through with this. Uh, because, because obviously they're not all members of the right wing government. Because some people actually want to respect somebody else's beliefs or yeah, whatever. Exactly. So there's growing opposition to this whole thing. Oh my god. Um but um I guess this is this is not just Denmark. Switzerland uh just last month in Switzerland a Muslim couple uh, uh were denied citizenship because they refused to shake hands with members of the opposite sex at interviews. Oh my god. Uh in Sweden um, a woman was awarded um, a, a chunk of change. Uh, it doesn't show it in dollars anywhere, so it's very confusing. Do you know it in it's shekels? Conver- <laughs> How many shekels is it? What's uh, the, probably what's roughly. The, what's the Swedish kroner to shekel? <laughs> it's 40,000 kroner. Okay. Um, uh, after her uh, job interview was cut short when she refused to shake hands with a male interviewer. Uh, France's top court ruled this year that an Algerian woman's refusal to shake hands with with male officials at a naturalization ceremony was reason enough to deny her citizenship. What what if they did a fist bump? Like a a little elbow wag or something. It's it's physical contact, (laughs) you know? Let's just do... What if... Okay. Can they wear a glove? I was like, what if you extended a prosthetic arm... (laughs) They'd know. They'd right. know. No, but that just mayor like, would know. Just like you have to you sneak whoop. it in. You just hold it. You know, you're mm-hmm. holding it. It's just you're holding a, a, a hand. Well, this on a is, stick. That's an interesting you point. Know. What if you are an amputee? Then what? Are you exempt if you don't what have if you a have hand? No to arms shake? whatsoever. You have no hands. Yeah. Then what? A little, uh, then, little sorry, patch on the back. I'm sorry. You can't be Danish. You have no hands. They they just grab you by the nose. Let me tell you something. Danes have hands. They, or they, they shake your ear. You want to be a Dane? <laughs> Danes have hands. How else do we bake these delicious cookies? <laughs> you got to have hands. Danes have hands. That's their new slogan. <laughs> Dave, Danes have hands and we use them. And we, and we shake them. And we touch them one to the other. That's right. As a shine of re- sign of respect. That's ha- it. Hashtag Danes have hands. <laughs> God damn it. Can you believe it? They've done everything else, and it is yeah. not easy no. to go through an immigration process, right? Like, it's expensive. Well, I can it's, believe it because the whole tests, there's, you have to, sh- like, these are people who they've shown a proficiency, guaranteed a high proficiency in, in Dan- Danish. In the language, yes. In, yes. Because this whole process is designed to just burn the Muslim right out of you and, right. and burn in the Dane. And somehow the Muslim has, like, they're still refusing to shake hands. <sighs> we haven't gotten through to them. Right. And that's the point. Yeah. The point is, this is the final test. You have. To, I'm surprised it's, it's not, it's, you have to uh, shake my hand and eat my bacon. Shibboleth. You have to say shibboleth. I don't know what that, I don't, I, that. It's a biblical something. Oh, either. yeah. Because... If you can't say the th, all right, there's then, something then you, magic doesn't work or something. Yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. All right, uh, yeah. Okay. I only know it from the West Wing, folks. So, oh well, yes. Uh, okay, I'm going to take us finally to England, where, uh, as you know, church attendance has dropped off significantly of mm, late. Yeah. Here, but here's the thing. We're talking about a country where for centuries, about five, give or take, centuries. Yeah. It has just been the default thing that if someone, if you ask someone on the street, what is your religion? Church of England. Oh, yeah. If someone comes, comes out, if a baby comes out of a womb and you say, what is your religion? That baby will gurgle C of E. It's right. just, it's just default. It's just right. what everybody is. Right. Except not now. Uh oh, and that's interesting. Uh, uh, new surveys are showing, for instance, there's one survey that uh, of 18 to 24 year olds. 
Yeah. Do you want to guess how many identify with the Church of England? 2%. It is 2%. Shut up. It is fucking 2. <laughs> that is the number. You got it. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. You nailed it. Frank uh, wins the money. Uh, overall, fewer than one in seven of English people say they belong to the C of E. All. Total numbers. Total. One in... Wow. Between, tw- be- between 2002 and 2017... It has dropped from 31% to 14%. Well, the C of E, in uncharacteristically uh, aggressive fashion, has taken to the internet. Oh, wow. They are are not taking this lying down. They, They do apologize. I'm very sorry for being aggressive. So, so they're, they're being very, very progressive here. Have they, uh, they've opened a website. They've, they've got a website. They they now, oh no, they've got, (laughs) they're, they're tweeting, they're Instagramming. No. No. I went to their Instagram page and it's literally just, they've, they've hit on a formula. Oh, have they? They post a picture and then they post a purple thing. That's a today's prayer. Oh. Every day, it's a picture prayer, picture prayer, picture prayer. Nice. It's a, it forms a lovely pattern on your screen. Oh, lovely. <laughs> what are the pictures of? P- fucking people in church or whatever. Like, and, they, you know, oh. I clicked on one and it had a message that was like, and this was apropos of this story. Uh-huh. I clicked on one random one and it was like, are you a coder or a person you know, or, or a designer or whatever? Mm-hmm. Would you like to help the C of E reach out? And like they had a symposium or some nice. sort of seminar yeah, or something. Smart. Asking people to help. That's 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 good. Yeah. Um They're trying to reach the young'uns. Yeah. Here's here's a funny thing. Are Even, they using good filters? No. Appropriate filters? No, they no. don't know how. Oh. They're trying. They're trying and their their graphics aren't great. Anyway, here's the other thing. Uh <laughs> Just a lot of their content <laughs> so that you know, they're they're posting images, they do like videos mm-hmm. and whatever. Um they also are like teach like information about local churches and how to pray and get, you know because a lot of these people they're not going to church anymore so if they were interested they wouldn't even feel like they knew what to do oh how to pr- how to a little like a little, little, little how to first put your hands together yeah exactly well find first find a quiet place but if you don't know how to pray you want to know one of the ways you could do it what Alexa pray over say grace. Oh, shut up. Apparently, they've got that hooked up. So your Alexa will say prayer? We'll say the grace for you. Sure. Why not? No. Sure. Do you have to download like the C of E's app to get Alexa to do that? I or don't know. Does Alexa just do it? I don't know. You're the one who has one. You should You should get it. And then, I'll ask. And then when Dave's around, you just say, Alexa, will you pray over the food, please? <laughs> will you say a prayer? Come, Lord Jesus, be our guest. <laughs> and may this food... Lovely blessed. <laughs> Put us to rest. Uh, yeah, apparently 1.2 million Brits pray online every month. How do you pray on fucking line? You have a little chat room that you just... Yeah, just, you know what? If you want to see something really weird, like the people that do go to... There are prayer websites where you just post a prayer and hope that other people pray it with you or whatever. If you want to see one of the weirdest corners of the internet... And a place where people, one of the rarest things on the internet, which is people being genuinely sincere uh-huh. and heartfelt and open, right? it's uncomfortable. Because <laughs> also the people who go to prayer websites often are little weirdos. They're kind of, it's like, you see a lot of like, please help Joseph to know that he loves me and he still wants to be with me and like... Oh, it's, it's a lot it, of it's, just sad. It's so much sad. Uh, but then there's also like, please help Cletus who runned over his foot with the lawnmower. And then you're like, okay, well. Is there much thanksgiving? Is there much thank no, you so it's, much? No, it's all I need. Dear Lord. It's mostly I need help. It's, Isn't that just like people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you don't... Here's the thing. You don't feel like you need backup prayers for thanks. Right. You can just do a thanks yourself. But when you feel like you need... Like God needs Ugh. to listen to this extra. If that app you need had to go been get around... A backup prayer. If that app had been around years and years ago, <laughs> there would have been so much... 
Dear Heavenly Father, make this diarrhea go away. Oh, yeah, it's there. <laughs> I mean, bless from, him. From my own personal experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. Make this stomach pain go away. That's there, though. Make I mean, it's dear also. Lord Jesus. It's also things like. Hell, <laughs> I've drunk too much. Sammy's abscessed tooth is making his mouth stink like something crazy. Maybe you could <laughs> no. please pray that no. he'll be get enough money to go to the dentist soon. And is that a thing? Oh my God! Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Oh poor, poor Sam. Poor Sam with his and, abscessed tooth and his wife who has to smell that mouth. Oh God. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, hey, if you guys uh, have a prayer that you'd like to send out into the nothingness, send it to us. We'll read it. Uh, think it, that that would be uh, actually more effective. Yeah, than saying it. Yeah, nothing. I, it will have exactly the same zero effect. Well, effect wise. Yeah, but someone might hear it. Yeah, we'll I'll, we'll laugh at with you. Uh, but send it podcast at thankgodimatheist.com is the is the email address. Or you could call. Send us your prayers. Via voicemail, mm-hmm. 424-666-8442. And we will be just as effective at, at granting your wishes as the Lord Jesus is. Uh, well, go to the Facebook page if you want to, facebook.com slash TGIatheist, uh, and click uh, the like button there. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group. But we will let you in. Also, go over to Facebook or at uh, Reddit. Yeah, Reddit slash R slash TGI Atheist, and check out the community there. So, Dan, yes, sir. Coach Dave, Coach Dave Dobenmeyer. If Dobenmeyer, if. Toxic masculinity became sentient as a concept. <laughs> it would be Dave Dobbenmeyer. If like, if, but, it, but no, it could never because it could never fully achieve self awareness. Right. Well, so yeah, there's a there's a fine line. <laughs> He's not quite yeah, sure. Dobbenmeyer's not actually <laughs> sentient as a human. Uh, all 100%. But he's got some sentience, uh, no self awareness, right. and is a dick. Yeah. So, uh, so he's got some fun things to say. Uh, yeah. About about this whole Kavanaugh business. Oh, I'm sure it's it's wisdom. Oh yeah. Uh, so let's let's hear what he has to say. Yeah. What would what would be going on in America today if if Judge Kavanaugh went before the cameras and said, uh, Yeah, you know what, that did happen when I went back back then. That did happen, but if it didn't happen the way that she said it happened, uh, let me tell you something. She was in there taking on about any boy that wanted to come in there. And if I remember this right, I wasn't the only guy in there. There were a bunch of them, and I'm not proud of it, but I'm telling you, she was giving it out like candy. Now, that would, Joe, Doug, that would be a, um, boy, they would scream and holler, wouldn't they? they say, oh, my goodness, you're, you're disparaging her character and all that kind of stuff. We, there is such a double standard that's going on in America, and it's happened because, truthfully, most men in particular, we're scared of women. We're scared of them. Uh, we don't want to fight with them. That's what the title of my commentary today is we have to learn once again to fight like girls. Said Instead of, you know, I used to say, oh, you, you throw like a girl. Now we got to say, man, we, we got to fight like the girls because, man, they're vicious. They're vicious. They don't, not not all girls. I'm married to one. I got two two beautiful daughters. But you understand what I'm talking about. That Jezebel feminist spirit, brother, that is one of the most powerful ones out there. And uh, to be honest with you, right now, that spirit is eating men alive. I, 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 by the way, I love it. News with Views, uh, Coach Dave Dobmeyer has a column there, News with Views. It's, start, it's time to start fighting like the girls, uh, which was published today. <laughs> Folks, you got to read this. you, you got to read this. In fact, we're going to put a link up in the program description box. And, and uh, Joe, if we can put this up on Hagman Report, or at least the first paragraph, and link it back to News with Views. Uh, yeah, brilliant article. Um and, and see, the girls, the girls want to be equal, don't they, Joe? Doug, yeah. they want to be equal. They don't really want to be equal. They 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 want to be equal in employment, and they want to be equal in responsibility. But man, they don't want to be equal sexually. Oh no, 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 no. And I know that I'm speaking for uh, for many males who are watching and listening to this show right now. How about all the time that when you were a teenage girl, that some girl got you, uh, boy, she just led you on, led you in on, then all of a sudden pulled the 
pulled the plug. Every every guy that has blood thrown blown through his body had that ha happen. Isn't that sexual abuse as well? Well, if if in this game of sex, back and forth, men and women equal, I, I don't I don't get it anymore. How only men can be the aggressor, only men can be the offenders. Uh, no, brothers, we got to stand up. We got to say uh, when I, this 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 doesn't flush. We're not going to let this happen. We're not going to we're not going to live by this double standard. Wait a second. You know, do you remember, Frank, when you were, as a good Christian young man, trying to have uh, premarital sex with a girl, and then, and, then and she made it seem like maybe you were going to get to, and then she said no at the end? Yeah. Abuse! Abuse. She is an abuser that of you. That horrible, horrible young girl. Oh, my God. For, oh, my. Yeah. Hashtag Wait. blue balls matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they all oh, poor coach Dave. Coach Dave, God, he, he has suffered some serious blue balls in um, his life. Uh, yeah, that you poor, can just hear it. You uh, can hear it. You can hear the pain. You can last minute sexual rejection constantly. Oh, his entire life. Time to fight back. <laughs> time to finally fight back against this horrible abuse that we have let go for too long now. Right. Oh my God! Because he needs to fornicate. He that has, is what he is saying. He's saying he laid out. Do you remember how we have the right to fuck these women if they say anything nice to us ever? Right, and then they revoke that right. Abuse. Right. Now, basically, I have a basically, right to sin before the Lord. Well, right, yeah. yeah. But it's not sin if a man does it. It's right. just like kind of like. But what about that sin. woman? She has to do it too. That's sin. If a woman does it, it's sin. We know that. That's obvious. Jezebel. Jezebel. He's Jezebels. <laughs> Telling you that they like you and then denying you sex when you demand well, it. And and let's just go back to the way that you know so many on the right are trying to paint and always do paint any woman who comes forward. Right. Yeah. Like, she, now, you know, it, yeah. it's it's the she's the, she's the one. She, well, it's her fault. She's the Jezebel. What was she wearing? Yeah. What was she doing? Right. It can't just be his fault. And they want sexual equality, or no? That's the one they don't. Want. Well, no. He was saying. He's saying. He's that, saying. He's saying women he want just, equality on everything except sex because sexual equality to him somehow means. That if a woman gets to complain, if a man forces himself on her, right. then a man should get to complain if a woman question mark, question sex. mark, question mark. Yeah, if a woman denies him sex at any time. And that's equivalent in his mind. Yeah. It does appear that that is exactly the argument that he is making. That there's a fight that needs to be had. We men are not speaking up for our right. To, to fuck anything. Rape you? Yeah. Yep. No, sorry. To demand your compliance yep. once you've said something sweet in our ear. Right. I mean, or, you know, if you were showing me a little bit of leg, maybe a little bit of cleavage, uh -huh. uh, I have a right to that now. Yeah. How dare you say no to me? How dare you? <laughs> Oh my god! Fucked. That uh, that's it's actually like one of the more disturbing clips that we've played in a long time. Because normally Coach Dave uh, <laughs> is um, appalling and yeah, but it's like ridiculous. It's often and... cute. Like he's so far into left field with some crazy like conspiracy theory, right? That he himself puts on a tinfoil hat, right? Like that's the co Coach Dave that I find. Kind of adorable. I never find him adorable. I find him hateful all the well, time. Of course he's hateful, but, but like within the category of hateful, <laughs> where is he's the subcategory like, of adorable he's hateful? He's got a dopey cuteness about him where it's like, you're so stupid, you're believing that. Oh, right. interesting. This is just... He's putting words to how uh, his sort of male mind works. Listen, if any of our listeners are men disturbing. who don't understand what rape culture means and they don't uh, like that yeah. term, if you don't understand what rape culture means, this is what rape culture means. The yeah. man 
doesn't even understand that he is equating mm-hmm. getting blue balls right. with getting raped. Right. That's the equation that he has outwardly made, and he doesn't even see that. Right. He doesn't see that those are two wildly different things. Yeah, exactly. That's rape culture. This is he's grown up in a culture where he where that's normal to him, mm-hmm. where that's a normal analogy and he doesn't get that like being raped might be oh a tiny bit worse or being sexually assaulted might be just a little bit worse than not getting what you want every time you want it. Right. There you go. All right. All right, that's yeah, thank you. Well, um, Dan, we had a caller in, did we, we not? We do have Someone who called and an left I- us a voicemail. An in-caller. Uh, so let me pull that up real quick. Hello, caller. You're on the air. And After you've left a voicemail. <laughs> Not live at all. All right. And, uh, and here it goes. Uh, this is a response to, uh, uh, you know, this ongoing conversation that, uh, that we've had to have about the um, uh, priests abusing young men. Uh, sexually abusing young men in the Catholic Church. Sure, yes. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm just calling in regards to something I heard you guys say, uh, and I think it was the second-to-last episode that was out. Um, it was about uh, – it, it's actually a pretty common thing I've heard a lot of people say, where um, one of the main – one of the reasons why uh, priests are child molesters is often because of celibacy. I actually completely disagree with that, though, uh, respectfully, but um, – the way I look at it, it's kind of as if, when you think about it, it's kind of like you're defending the priest because it's putting it on them. It's like, well, I had no choice but to molest these kids because I couldn't have sex with a with an adult. Um, I also kind of think I wouldn't be surprised at all if if most of, if not all, of the pedophiles in the clergy are pedophiles, and then they become priests because they know that they can access children. Uh, thank you very much. Have a great day. Yeah, thanks for that call. Yeah, the, you know, there's a lot to unpack there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing we should say is that any time we've made the, the the assertion that it's possible that celibacy could lead could be one of the one of the problems here, right? We do that with no data at all. Sure. Yeah. We're, we're That's just actually we're just guessing. Yeah. So yes, don't believe that from us. Right. Uh, we have, I, I've never seen any, any data about that. Right. We uh, like to just talk. We do. <laughs> it's a thing we do. It's a little, it's a little fun thing we do where we ramble on. Um, so yeah, I don't know for sure. I don't know that. I, I think that it's an interesting point to make that, uh, that with the, it kind of, it's, it, it, I don't think it excuses it, but it's an interesting point that this kind of provides a little bit of cover maybe. Well, it's spreading or, the blame around, and I think that ma- that makes a lot of people uncomfortable. Mm. That it's not solely at the feet of the abuser, mm-hmm. right? That 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 by also finding systemic problems, that you're taking that that you're spreading it a blame. I think there's enough blame to go around. Well, and the- I, I I I don't think that like by pointing out that that there might be something cultural or there might be something this or something that that it takes anything away from the actor. In that. Right, right, exactly. Right. Knowing even if even if we were certain that this was the cause of the mm-hmm. thing, it do, that doesn't actually it absolve for, in anybody my mind of any responsibility. Anything away from that priest, right? Because he is uh, the 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 broken individual who is you know he's still committing the act and he's still doing it. And once yeah. the person committing the act is ultimately entirely responsible for Absolutely. the ramifications of that Absolutely. of that act. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't, I think it's an interesting point that maybe, uh, someone might go into priesthood because they'd have access to, to children. Mm -hmm. I think it's actually probably more likely that a person who has pedophilic tendencies Mm -hmm. might go into the priesthood to try and get away from those tendencies or, or hoping in the hopes that, that. They're trying to fix themselves. That an apostolic life yeah. will will fix well, them. And I would also, and then they just get access to kids, and then they're like, "Well, well okay, I'll just." Well, go. I would also wonder how many of these people are also um, caught in an abuse cycle. Yeah, they were abused. They were an altar boy. They, they were, were abused, abused by a priest. They feel feel like there's something now wrong with them. They're trying to fix 
something. They think that going into the priesthood might be a good way of it. Who knows? Maybe they're also saying they're going, aha, this, this priest has clearly shown me the way right. to have access to others. I mean, who knows? This is an incredibly complicated yeah. issue. The human psyche is insane, of course. Yeah, and um, and so it could it could be all of it could be all of these things all out. at the same time. Yeah. Like I mean, there's no, this isn't this is yeah, this is a far more complex issue than just any one thing being the real root cause of yeah. this problem. But I really appreciate that being pointed out. Yes, absolutely. Because I would hate for it to sound like um, we were taking some of the blame off of a priest. <laughs> Headline: Two dopey podcasters solve the problem of <laughs> priest rape. Well, we have pretty much in no uncertain terms come out and said the problem with Catholicism and it is what leads to priests raping children is forced celibacy. That's not the problem. That is a problem. We we have we have said it in in those uncertain terms. Yeah. Well, just know everybody. So we apologize. We are uncertain. <laughs> All right. Well, we have some uh, people to thank. Yes, we do. Dan. Good. Um, people who've gone to Patreon uh, through our website, yeah. com, and clicked on the support tab. Here's the thing. Uh, the only real way we make the, the way that this thing keeps going is by our listeners showing uh, their appreciation by by choosing to, to pony up just a little bit of cash. Yeah. Uh, so a well, few, the, these, these folks, people have done it. Have done it and uh, are quite uh, have been quite generous. In fact, oh, lovely! Um, all of the patrons, of course, are are generous. Yeah. Um, but uh, Sylvia is coming in at the saint level. Oh, Saint Sylvia! Saint Sylvia, blessed, uh, blessed be she. We have a new pope. <gasps> what? Another pope has joined the ranks, Dan. Oh my goodness! Uh, Liz, Liz, Sylvia, and Liz. Saint. Okay, so we can pray. For the for the safety of Liz, we'll pray to Saint Sylvia for the safety and and keeping of Liz. And in, indeed, so thank you to the both of you. Yeah. Uh, also, we need to thank um, our um, uh, Lord and Savior Emeritus mm. Angela, mm-hmm. uh, and as always, our Lord and Savior, current our reigning current champion, reigning top donor, Jenny. Hooray for her! Blessed be she. Uh, and all all of our patrons. Yes, it's what keeps us going. Absolutely. You are literally the uh, the wind beneath our wings, and we thank you for it. Quite literally. Yep. Amen. Amen. Dan. Yes, sir. There is, uh, there have been developments. There have been, you know what we should in uh, what? What should we do? Sorry, but what we should do is play that first little bit of that of that Dob, Dave, Coach Dave clip. Yeah, again. Okay, just to remind ourselves what he said because you and I said almost exactly the same thing as we were discussing this. Right, but uh, but in but a very different very way. very different way. I would hate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear this again. What would what would be going on in America today if? If Judge Kavanaugh went before the cameras and said, uh, "Yeah, you know what? That did happen when I went back back there. That did happen, but if it didn't happen the way that she said it happened, uh, let me tell you something. She was in there taking on about any boy that wanted to come in there. And if I remember this right, I wasn't the only guy in there. There were a bunch of them, and I'm not proud of it, but I'm telling you, she was giving it out like candy. So uh, okay, so that's what he said. That's right. cute. The- what if Kavanaugh just said, yeah, I did it, and I have a right to do it, and fucking, she's a whore, and I'm, I'm a man, and blah, right. blah, blah. What you and I were talking about was, what if, when Kavanaugh was accused by, uh, by Miss Ford mm-hmm. of, uh, of uh, yeah, getting wildly drunk right. and sexually assaulting her, attempting a rape, and then she got away. Right. What if he said, you know... I was, uh, I, I drank too much back then. Mm-hmm. I, I, even if he said, I don't actually recall what she's talking about, right. but I have to acknowledge that that's possible because I got blackout drunk a number of, t- no, a bunch of times. Right. 
I was, you know, I was a whore, you know, I, I wasn't as good a man then as I hope that I've become now. Right. And so I, and so this is a possible thing and I feel, well, you know, what have you acknowledged? I think, I think when, when we first were going down this road, what was in my mind was what if he flat out said more, more than that. I remember this. It it plagued me for years. I've yeah. been to therapy. I've worked through this. I've I've spoken. You know, this is now into territory that I don't necessarily put a lot of credence in, but a lot of the country would. I've spoken to my ecclesiastical leaders. Right. We've gone through a process. I feel that I'm right with the Lord. Right? Like, what if he had shown a contrite heart and that he had quote unquote repented as a good Christian would do. Yeah. Right. What if he had actually been a Christian about it? Yeah. Now my personal feeling would be that unless he had gone to her right. and asked, you know, and, and tried to make some sort of amends with her. No, that's true. He wouldn't have done it. And if, and I guess if he had done that, she would not have come forward probably. Right. But I mean, because I think it had been done in sincerity. Right. I, I think the point that you and I are making here is, that's the Christian root. Right. That is the prescribed how you how you repent mm -hmm. root. You you take responsibility. Yep. You confess your sins. Mm -hmm. You make you you uh you, you make some sort of retribution. Mm -hmm. Uh you absolve yourself. Now actually that's not. One one of the things that we should point out here is that I'm wrong in that the the current actual christian route is you go to your priest right you don't go to the other person the person right. that you've wronged right you go to your priest you say oh my god i did the thing they say say x number of prayers you know dab yourself with holy water or whatever right. the fuck you do some cholera water and voila you're absolved in god's eyes and you get to go to heaven right well they you've skipped the most important step in all of this right you cannot take responsibility for something you've done without acknowledging and 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 you know somehow including your victim. Right. Like that's just impossible. Right. Uh now do, do you need to force your victim to see your stupid face? No. No. There's trauma there. Right. If the you know if you've traumatized another human, they may not welcome your presence in their life. There's lots of ways that you can do this. You can right. write a letter. You can do whatever you got to right. do. Right. Yeah. Um, a letter probably being the first appropriate first step in something right. as traumatic as this. Right. And then if they request a face-to-face, -face, then you fucking honor that shit or, yeah. you know, whatever. Right. You do what you got to do to actually make it right. Yeah. Uh, but we, in this country, A, this country is no good at that shit. This no. country is terrible at actually making wronging a right, uh, writing a wrong. Mm -hmm. We don't know how to do it. We're awful at it, and we don't approve of it when it does happen. Mm -hmm. We like to shame people. We're much more interested in shaming someone than we are in actually getting something righted. Yeah. But also, the, I mean, I think the thing that really set us down this think this this rabbit hole is that all of these professed Christians have no interest in the moral road here. There's all of these, mm -mm. we've got all of these, you know, senators and whatnot who are professed Christians. Oh, they'll claim it till the day is done. Right? Yeah. But they won't actually take, be Christians. They won't take the moral Christian right. step. Because they are Christians for power. They're not Christians mm -hmm. for belief and quote unquote righteousness and blah, blah, blah. Morality. Morality. Any no. of the things that Christianity could offer them. Right. Right. They're only, half these guys... They don't give a rat's ass. All these guys don't give a right? rat's ass. I mean, even just about the, the the title of Christian. Oh, no. You know, I don't know what percentage, but uh, I bet a ton of them don't even believe in God. No. Uh, yeah. Or don't even bother to ask that question of right. themselves. Right. They believe in God because it's convenient to believe in God right. and because it's 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 productive for their ends to believe in God. Right. But uh, but the proof is in the pudding. Mm -hmm. And the pudding is that we've got guys like our beloved Orrin Hatch yeah. making statements, overt statements about, well, we'll get over this speed bump with this woman uh, and then we'll and then we'll ram him through. We'll make sure that we get him through. We just got to get around this obstacle. 
There's just one more obstacle, and then we'll get it taken care of. And a bunch of senators have statements like that, making it absolutely crystal clear that their goal is not to discern the truth. Right. Their goal has nothing to do with understanding whether or not this man is an actual sexual assaulter and whether or not that would be. And like, there's a lot of questions that come with that. Right. Is that enough to preclude him from being on, you know, in the Supreme Court? Is that, but they're not, but they wanting, don't want to have that discussion. They don't want the discussion. They want him on the Supreme Court. Right. They believe that they, he, they, he, that he will carry forth the things that they want to be carried forth. And the actual character of the man isn't at question. No. They don't actually want to know. Lots of empty statements about what a good man he is. Well, he right? coached he coached girls basketball or whatever. So, you know, yeah. got to be a good good man. Yeah. Uh, and no. never an actual question. Not got to be. Yeah. When we have <laughs> no requirement to be a good man to do that. Or even to, you know, to be a judge or whatever. Yeah. You know, when the actual question comes up, mm-hmm. and of course there's... Lots of politics happening in terms of like when Feinstein revealed this and stuff. Like there's yeah, there's yeah. sketchy stuff on all sides. Fine, but yeah, but if you're a, if you believe in actual morality, mm-hmm. then and you and you want moral justices on the highest court in the land, right? You have to actually look at their actual character yeah. when it's challenged. And they're not interested in the least. And we're not saying anything that our listeners don't know. Our listeners know that these men are hypocrites. Absolutely. That they are be- that they are believers for convenience. Yep. But it's just it's just telling how far that's gotten in this country. Well, yeah, and it's it's why Christianity is broken. Christianity is Christianity utterly is compl- broken. Why are people leaving churches in mass numbers like we've never seen before in this Not country? Not enough, but yeah. Be- because the institutions are more interested in political power mm-hmm. than they are in, uh, you know, doing good and how and being good. And, and the, you know, the, the whole reason that they want Kavanaugh on the bench mm-hmm. is because they claim he'll institute poly you know he'll he'll be an activist judge they want activist judges on their side right exactly who will destroy the separation of church and state who will fight for what they see as quote-unquote christian ends Mm -hmm. that's their whole reason that they want him on there but it's a smokescreen yeah but it's still all in the pursuit of power yeah power over people yeah religious folk want more power christian religious folk christian religious folk the 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 leaders of those 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 movements they've you know they would love to have more influence in the yep. system absolutely right? um, and uh, so yeah you know we need to uh, yeah yeah it's 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 just and it, there's it's not easy to call these people to account hmm. for their uh, obvious uh, uh, hypocrisy mm-hmm. because they will argue they will just they'll just Circular reason their way around it. They will do a bunch of whataboutisms and whatever. But it's important to point it out. It's important to say, I see that you're claiming one thing mm-hmm. and doing another. Yeah. That you're saying I'm Christian when it's convenient for you, but you're not doing what would be the the Christian thing. Right. Like Jesus would not approve of your actions. No. But, you know, as long as you're going to get Roe v. Wade overturned, that's all you care about. Look, we'll we'll put in and I mean, look, I'm not calling Kavanaugh an evil man. I don't know Kavanaugh. Right. This hasn't been thoroughly investigated. I believe his accuser, but you know, as accusers we accusers at this point. Uh, that's true. Multiple accusers. Uh, but here's the thing: they're not interested in whether or not he's a good man. Mm-mm. He could be a purely evil man. And if he'll enact their ends, which they believe are Christian ends, then then that's okay to them. Obviously, I don't, Donald John Trump is an evil man by their own metrics, mm-hmm. by all of their metrics. And they ignore it completely because they believe it serves their ends. And that cannot be morality. If, you let, if you're okay with an evil person being in charge of the country, 
because you think that it serves your ends, you yeah. you have given up the moral high ground entirely. Yeah. So, Isn't that funny that that we can that both sides of the the discussion about Donald Trump um, agree? Yeah, sure. On uh, on, on the, the, his uh, his value. Or uh, not his value, but his uh, his value, his character, his, his character. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, but they don't agree because they will apologize for it. They will they will run circles in their own mind, trying to say you know just, they just stand to benefit from him. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's it. So they, of course. I mean, we've he's a good man. No, he's, he's a good man. He's done he's done some stuff in the past and whatever. But you know what? There's that's just the liberals overblowing it. That's just the liberals saying they're you know what? They're trying to make him look bad by using his own words and actions. Right. They're just trying to make him look bad. Right. It's crazy. It's insanity. <laughs> it's hypocrisy. And that is what rules the day right now at this moment in history. You can't even more call obviously than ever. More, it's it's alarmingly obvious. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. All right. Uh, hey, that's our, that's if our if you want to call us to account for our hypocrisy, you can do so. Yeah. Write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist dot com or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is four two four six 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 eight four four two. Indeed. Hey, go to that Facebook page, facebook dot com slash tgi atheist, and click that like button. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA members only lounge. Request to join. It is a closed group, but uh, we'll let you in. We will. Uh, hey, go to also Reddit. Go to reddit dot com slash r slash tgi atheist. And speaking of the uh, the, the onlineness of the world, uh, we have some folks to thank. Thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her hard work on the Facebook page. Thanks to Sarah, Danny, and Amy uh, on the Members Only Lounge. And uh, big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club and to Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. Yeah, and thank all y'all for tuning in. We appreciate you. Bye-bye. All, all of our patrons. Yes, it's what keeps us going. Absolutely. You are literally the uh, the wind beneath our wings, and we thank you for it. Quite literally. Yep. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you are the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> Did I ever tell you you're my hero? Put that in the outtakes. Did you ever know that you're my? <laughs> I don't think you know this song. As a gay man of the 90s, I think you're required to know the Bette Midler catalog better than you do. You didn't even say the line about higher than an eagle. I can fly high, high, high against the sky. So high you barely touch the... Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Thank God for you. Thank God for you, my wind beneath my wings. Okay. I'm very happy that happened. (laughs) We're all very happy.